This is Willis White, former coach of the Salem Spartans, and this is Crunch Time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! Week one of the playoffs is in the books. Nice. The Colonels of William Fleming avenge an earlier loss to Patrick Henry, 23-16. I mean, to me, that's that's right across the top there. That's uh, knew that was going to be a close game. We knew those seeds were, you know, those are just numbers. They played close the first time they played. Yes. They. Uh, we knew this one was going to be tight, and, uh, and the Colonels came out on top this time. So a great season for P.H., we hate to see anybody season end, but uh, congratulations to the Colonels. Yeah. Moving on. Floyd County takes Gretna to overtime. Look at that. All that, yeah. 28-27. I tell you, Coach Beal, man, you don't mess with Coach Beal. No. You look at his record maybe this year and go, well, you know, that's you better not because he can coach. You got it. And he's one of our field coaches. Yep. The field's named after him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that means something, that too. Is. Uh, Salem, LCA, Radford, roll on. Uh, again, the the powers uh, seem to be uh, uh, doing what they always do. Bird powers past Pulaski County. Um, that was a good one. Uh, I know Dave Ross and his crew were at that one. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Jefferson Forest and GW Danville battled it out. That was a good one. EC Glass and Rustburg both uh, win close ones. Uh, you know, Glass Glasses was closer in the final score, but Rustburg had to come from behind. Yeah, late, um, but you know, I I was talking to somebody. You know, Bert Torrance. I mean, he can. He's going to win the second half if he's close. Right. You better, you better button it up because uh, he's. That's just the way he is. Hey, I do want to remind everybody today at two o'clock over at North Cross, Nansom and Suffolk, and North Cross uh, play uh, a state semifinal game to two at two o'clock today. I'll be there. Uh, we're going to take that one in. So that's uh, uh, another game being played today and and much more. Uh, you're, you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school sports radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. We love high school sports. Two hours today, and as I always say, we need it. Uh, don't forget, also, volleyball's wrapping up. They're in the playoffs. Uh, cross country, I think, is wrapping up. Yep. I know North Cross uh, did really well. We're going to talk a little bit about that here in a second. Um, you know, a competition cheers still going on. The bands are, are rocking and rolling. Uh, let me set the studio. We're so glad to have him back with us today. Welcome back, Coach Randy. Hey. Was I gone? Was I, was I out of here? I think he was you working. Were. I, I heard he an working. impression of me saying that I liked uh, tapioca and stuff yeah, like oh, that. Yeah. Or, you know. yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Very nice. We're always uh, representing you, Coach. Exactly. No, a couple weeks. And I, first off, let me thank everybody for the well wishes. And I've heard from a lot of people over the last couple of weeks. I left out of here doing the show a couple of weeks ago. 
started experiencing some pain in the right back. after the show. Right after yeah. the show, show did it? it made me sick, and uh, <laughs> started having some pain. Thought thought literally thought I was having a heart attack. Come to find out that it was a gallbladder, mm. and the gallbladder needed to be taken out. And here we are, a couple weeks later. A uh, big thank you to Captain Morgan uh, for what filling a great in. Job. Yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike and I have known each other for forty some years, just like Dave Ross and I have. We were all in that bunch together. Uh, starting out and uh he filled in for me so big shout out and you know last night only proved one thing in this valley that if you connect yourself with the left which you're a winner oh, and uh wow. so you guys are all winners today so <laughs> <laughs> wow randy is back coach randy's exactly. back good to have you back um so you know again uh sitting due north of me we're glad to see him over there Next to him, the one, the only Dave, the boss, Ross. Dave and his film crew were at the Pulaski County William Bird game last night. That'll be on uh, the website, crunchhssports.com, today at 3 o'clock. Uh, make sure you check that out. These, these are great. Uh, Dave, how you doing this morning? I'm doing wonderful. It's great to be here with you. Glad to have Randy back and glad the way you guys treat me. <laughs> <laughs> We've had an interesting morning. We uh, have. <laughs> the studio got tight, yeah. uh, but we love it. We love it. Uh, but uh, we really do appreciate Dave being a part of the team and his crew do a great job. And they they bring us those uh, those videos of the games of the week. And I'm I'm telling you, if you haven't seen them yet, get out. They're all out there. Check them out. Watch them one at a time. It's like ESPN. I mean, it's it's literally um, that good. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate uh, the partnership there. Um, also next to Dave, Mr. Jimmy Thing himself, our photo expert, uh, Mr. Crunch MVP. How you doing, Jimmy? Doing good, Carl. Great to have uh, Randy back. And, um, you know, it's, it's I, I told him this earlier this week, you know, I spoke more the last two Saturdays than I ever have <laughs> because, you know, people don't realize how much Randy, um, you know, talks, interjects. Well, he, he talks, but he just he just keeps things rolling as far as you know our our, our communications and as well as the board. So it's just nice to have Coach Randy back. What's that thing in the 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 washers called? An agitator. Agitator. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. But you know, a couple of years ago when we started this, Jimmy came in with us, and it was kind of to the point of. You didn't know what Jimmy's role was going to be. He was going to be in here with <laughs> and us. Some still may not. Know. Yeah. Well, no. But let me tell you how much he's grown over the last couple of years. Because the first couple of shows was nothing. We, you know, it was literally nothing. like it, yep. it, there was nothing. That, and I think he was trying to fill out what his role was, what he was going. And now it's to the point of he's. It's the Jimmy show. It's the Jimmy show. No. He's right in the mix of everything and. But listening to those last two week shows, you know, boy, Jimmy, you have come a long way over us starting this show with just sitting there, you know, trying to get a feel of what you were going to do to where, you know, now you're part of this crunch show and you're, you it's know, the Jimmy show. It's the Jimmy show. Yeah. And we even have a, uh, we even have a clip, I hope, today where, you know, we're oh. all recognized. Me, you, we, Dave, we and Carl. I know. So, and Dave's looking at me funny, but Dave, you'll hear it a little bit later. But yeah. uh, we, we've we joked back and forth. There was a, a cheerleaders, I think, that gave a shout out. And, and it, they only said, Carl and Coach. <laughs> and they didn't say anything about me and you, Dave. So I said, well, something's got to be done about that. So uh, the Hidden Valley uh, volleyball team was kind enough 
uh, to give us a shout-out, which I will give them a quick shout-out to wish them well. They play at 1 o'clock today. Fantastic. And uh, so we're we're hoping they have a great... So, oh, Would coach, you like for me to play yeah, it now? Let, let's hear it. Okay. So let's hear it. We are... Well, a lot of excitement why, around why Jimmy. Why are they screaming Jimmy? Yeah. Well, again, I am the one who asked them. <laughs> okay. So I think they may have gave a little more emphasis on mine, which is, you know, I, I got okay. no control of that. I understand. But it was kind of them to uh, to come, and, and it was after their game against um, Christiansburg, a, a big win. And um, so anyway, it was good, and so we wish them well today. Yes. That they will continue. Who, we who also, do they have today? Who are they lining up with today? Uh, they have their nemesis, I think, uh, which is, I think, it's Rustburg. Wow, yeah. Rustburg yeah. has been... A thorn in their side for the last yeah. few years. So nice. Uh, that'll be interesting. So this is the chip on my shoulder portion of the show. Okay, <laughs> we got that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> got that out of the way. Yeah, uh, there we now, go. We have a lot of fun on here. We really do appreciate uh, everybody involved. And and if you haven't been to CrunchMVP.com uh, lately, you haven't been there because it's constantly changing. A lot of great photos. I was looking over Jimmy's shoulder this morning. He was working on some photos from a game, and there a lot of the shots are really close up. So, you know, even when you're on the sidelines, it's hard to see the kids through the helmets sometimes. Right. You know, when Jimmy covers a game, he's got that big lens. I mean, he gets right in the helmet. You can see, yeah. you know, reactions, emotions. I mean, you can really see the kids. I, yeah. That's that's the part I like. Uh, you know, even I, I would say probably there's some football players that don't get that view out there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, you're just not. Uh, but, but we do appreciate it. Get out there and check out the, uh, certainly check out uh, Crunch MVP. Um, dot com today. All right, so um, my question today, I've been throwing questions uh, out. Uh-oh. So, you know, and I want the listeners to chime in. We'll we'll discuss it at the end. Yes. But my question I'm just throwing out to the viewers uh, is how much is too much? Okay. All right. So mm. Phoebus beat yeah. Jamestown last night 104 to nothing. Okay. 104 to nothing. How do you get to 104? How do you let yourself get to? I mean, is is there? I mean, do they just have it in for Jamestown? Do you is your third and fourth team just so good that you can't stop them from scoring? What is going on there, and why wouldn't you? And we have, you know, on our scores today, you can see where, for instance, Radford, you know, and um, James River. Yeah. I mean, pump the brakes. You could right. tell, you know, at LCA. Yeah, you know they scored a lot early, and then they they you know uh, geared down. So to me, it seems like there should be some uh, thinking around. Hey, we don't want to humiliate somebody, right? But but I get it. You can't you can't call the dogs off either. You you taught them to go hard. Yeah, you don't have the slaughter rule in effect to where somebody sits there and goes, "Look, it's seventy five nothing. We're calling the game." You don't have that in you know in effect during high school football. They Should do, they do have the running clock, which is good. They do have the running I clock, mean, thank but God here's for that. But here's the thing, you know, even with the running clock, they put 104 points on the board. How? Do, but two, you know, the team you're playing against, if it's one of these teams where you're going, look, we're just going to ground and pound right now, but you hand the ball to your running back and your running back's an open field, well, he can take it down to the one and take a knee and say, look, I just don't want to score. Next thing you know, you're sitting there going. 
Coach, I got one yard. I, I have nowhere to go. Right. I got to go into the end zone. Yeah, but, you know, at the end of a game, they get in the victory formation a lot. Right. You know, teams could add another couple touchdowns at the end sure. if they wanted to. Right. They get in the victory formation. They take a knee. They let the clock run. They run the clock. They let it run right. down. Sometimes they'll even take a penalty. Sure. So that they're not rubbing it in. They've already yeah. established the win. And I get it. If it's within, you within know. Within reason. Within so, reason, so you got to keep scoring. I, I, I question here is what it, is there are there too many teams in the playoffs? I mean, should should there be some of these teams that Get a first shouldn't, round shouldn't be even in the playoff? Well, I that, mean, that's the part I, I guess I was surprised about is even when I looked at some of the scores, I saw some of the teams that were actually in a regional playoff, and I was just surprised that they were in the playoffs right. to begin with. You say that, but then, you know, you go oh, back to Blacksburg. They were yep. what three and five, yep. or or state something champion. at one point, or five and five, yeah. And they won a state championship right. because they got guys back and they got on a roll. So I yep. don't, I you know, I like more teams having a chance because you know occasionally you do get some upsets. I just wonder what we're doing when we're scoring 104 points. Well, are you making a statement? Are you trying to sit there and say, guys, you know, anybody that comes up against us, this is what to expect. Well, you know, this is how good we are. Let's just, I mean, you know, Phoebus is is top-notch. Yeah. Phoebus may score 104 points on everybody and win a state champ. I mean, they're, right. they're quality. I, I I doubt it because the, the quality is going to get steeper and steeper. It's going to get you tougher and it. tougher as you go. But anyways, uh, I wanted to put that out for our viewers. Okay. Hopefully they'll, they'll chime in and uh, let us know their thoughts. Some people will be like, hey, you know, some coaches are like, you know what? It's not our job. Yeah. To, to, you know, uh, pump the brakes against your team. Well, it's and your job to stop us. And sometimes you want to try to control the situation, and you can't control the situation. Things just happen to where you're sitting here going, man, I don't want to score again, but I have no option. I have to score again. There's too yeah. much time left on the clock. There's too much. I've got to do something here. Yeah. And did Phoebus run into that last night with this, you Maybe. know, what was the record of the team? Do we know? I, I don't have the record. Uh, we, we'll look that up, though. We can okay. Up you know, and, and, and like Jimmy was saying, you know, should we look at first-round buys? You know, can we? Well, there's a few of those out there, too. But, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think um, – I, I, what I really think is Phoebus is really rich in talent, but they have just enough kids to stay in a class probably down a couple classes of where they sure. should be. Yeah. They probably should be a 5A or a 6A school. Okay. And that's not to say that there's not 5 or 4A or 3A schools that can beat everybody in the state. Right. But they try to keep it fair by, you know, numbers or whatever. But anyways, yeah. uh, we'll put that out there. We hope to hear from, you know, your comments coming back to us. Um, I want to thank all you folks out there, our listeners, and maybe some of you checking us out on Facebook Live. When Coach isn't here, we don't always do Facebook Live. Yeah. So that's a coach thing. <laughs> that's, a co that's a coach thing. I'm back, Dave so, yeah. Dave loves being on on the on the screen, so you know uh, we do it for Dave. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's shaking his head over there. Um, but uh, and also much love to uh, this year's Crunch Time Radio sponsors. Uh, we've got a lot of good ones: Virginia Furniture Market, Haley Toyota, Pittman Construction, Salem Civic Center, Boys and Girls Club of Southwest Virginia, Custard Stand Chili. Twenty years, what what a great sponsor they've been and are. Ginger's Jewelry. Ginger's a great lady. Uh, Berman Clark, I, I stopped by and saw Berman the other day uh, at Moneris. 
a great guy. The Mirius Group, um, good people there. Virginia Western Community College. Bellasinos? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Dogwood Restaurant. Tater Benson and MKB Realtor. Realty. Um, Boxley, Southern Air. Bugman, uh, which is uh, Chris Neininger and, and that group, uh, as well as Crawl Space and the Kip Neininger Sports Foundation. So really just wanted to mention them. They're great folks. And uh, please support them because they support your kids. Yeah, big shout out to Pittman last night. You know, we do the Haley Toyota High School Football Game of the Week. And last night was P.H. Fleming. Yeah. And uh, when you get into the playoffs, the VHSL, they charge you a fee yeah. to do the games. And Pittman Construction stepped up and helped pay that fee last night. So Ooh, wow. big shout out to Walt Deary and the guys over there. Good people. They're, those are good guys over there. I mean, uh, if, if you've got any kind of remodeling or anything that yeah. you need, you, you know, you need to start with those guys. I mean, they're, they're quality uh, folks, and they, they, they really take a lot of pride in their work. And there's a lot of people that have, have benefited from their skill set, that's for sure. Um, all right, so I, I do want to mention uh, VISAA state championships, um, um, North Carolina or uh, North Cross Boys uh, first ever championship uh, in cross country. Um, they uh, outpaced uh, Trinity Bishop. Um, so congratulations there, first ever. Nice. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Okay. North, uh, the North Cross girls, uh, Kerrigan Cheney. Um, Picked up her second state title. Uh, that's back-to-back for her uh, as a cross-country uh, runner. Uh, Ainsley Miles, also all-state there for North Cross. Um, and then Rona Catholic uh, uh, finished uh, runner-up uh, team-wise in Division Three. Now, uh, North Cross is a Division Two in the VISAA, so uh, they're, they're not in the same division. Um, but uh, congratulations to Catholic, too, uh, finishing runner-up. That's pretty good. Um Okay, treat today, uh, coming up here really soon, uh, Colonel Faithful, Coach Nick Lefwich. We'll have him live here in a few minutes um, after the big win over PH. Want to hear from Coach. Um, our games uh, this week, just to, just to give you a, a heads up of what you'll find online and in print this week, um, our Lynchburg game was uh, GW Danville at Jefferson Forest. Uh, Roanoke, it was Pulaski County at Bird, and uh, New River Valley, Fort Chiswell at Narrows. So, and then we'll also have a bonus game. We'll have the North Cross game. We hope to have that out there as well. Yeah. So um, some good stuff there. Uh, real quick, uh, our state champions, I always like to mention these guys from last year. Uh, all were winners last night. Um, again, Freedom, uh, 41 to nothing over Potomac Senior, Highland Springs, uh, 49 to 6 over Cosby. Dinwiddie was a 42 25 winner over Eastern View. Phoebus, as we said, 104 to nothing over Jamestown. Graham, 56 to 14 over Lee. Riverheads, wow. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> they're in, they're in uh, Division Two now. Riverheads, uh, 69 to 14 over Madison County. And then Mari, I, I throw them in here because they've just been so impressive this year. Uh, 63 to nothing over Kikatan. So again, um, some good high school football going on. But see, you're looking at the scores there. Yeah. Yep. And clearly, you see the one team is more dominant than the other. I think the the only one game had, what, 25 points scored? 42 25. Yeah. But all the other scores. So it, you know, I, I don't know what you can say to the point if you just sit there and say, look, you know. Well, I think what I'm saying is. All those scores probably could have been at least double that if they really wanted to exactly. step on the gas. Yes. Yeah, and no doubt. Phoebus, because I don't think they could have scored 200 points. I don't think there's enough time. No. But the rest of them, certainly. Yeah. 
uh, if if there's that much of a gap between them. You got it. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk a little bit about college real quick. Uh, Virginia Tech at uh, Boston College at noon. Is that yeah. Right? yeah, it's at noon. Boston College on a five-game winning streak right now. Mm. Uh, but the odd makers in Vegas are saying that Tech's a one-and-a-half-point favorite today. So this should be an interesting game. The quarterback over at Boston College is uh, coming into his own right now. Yeah. Really taking control of this team. So uh, Tech's only got so many games left, and they need two more wins to get to a bowl game. Let's go, Tech. So you got to get it done today because, you know, you still have UVA, and I believe you got NC State. And, uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. you gotta you got to go ahead and try to get one today if you can, and hopefully they can uh, get a bowl game this year. Yeah, UVA, speaking of UVA, lost a heartbreaker to Louisville 31-24 on Thursday night. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Really felt like they could have had that game, but... Um, well, they you know, they dominated the third quarter there. They put up 21 points on the third quarter, and then you kind of felt like uh, what UVA's done over the last, you know, several games this year is they lose it in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, that defense just looks like it just... You, you got to close the deal. You do. I you, mean, you got to close you, the you deal. You got to close it. Uh, ODU at Liberty at 1 o'clock today. UConn at JMU at 2 o'clock. William & Mary at Hampton, 1 o'clock as well. Um, we also have Elon at Richmond at 2 o'clock today, I believe. Um, so some teams around the state. Um, across the country, some big games. Number two, Michigan at number nine, Penn State. Wow. Yeah, come down yesterday, Harbaugh's going to be suspended for the last three games of the season by the Big Ten. Right. This is not an NCAA uh, infraction here. This is a Big Ten rule stepping up saying, hey, guys, we're not happy with what's going on here. Uh, still in signals, things like that. So... You know, that's that's one of the things that is, you know, huge in the press right now. Uh, we'll have to see what the NCAA does with Harbaugh. Absolutely. Uh, number 14, Tennessee at number 16, Missouri. Uh, that's a good one. 13, Utah at number 5, Washington. That one's really interesting to me. Well, this one right here, Washington has three games left that really, it means something to them for the simple fact they're undefeated right now. Yeah. And... Florida State and Washington are fighting for that last spot in the uh, playoffs. And Florida State, they, they get North Alabama next week. That That's not going to help them. Right. But if Washington can roll off three straight wins against Utah and, you know, teams that are ranked, Washington will jump Schedule over maker. top of them. Yeah. Schedule makers might get them. Somebody you got here. it. Uh, that's a good call out. Miami at uh, number four, uh, Florida State. Throw the records out here. These, this yeah. will be a battle in Florida. Uh, my Mountaineers of West Virginia at number 17, Oklahoma. Okay. Mountaineers have been looking good lately. They have. I mean, kind of back and forth a little bit. But uh, uh, Duke at number 24, UNC. Okay. Uh, and then the last one I'll call out is USC and number six, Oregon. Um, Dave also just made a good call. You know, today at three is the CIAA football championships yeah. over here at Salem. So uh, three o'clock, I think, is you the time I had. So check that out. Yeah, I saw oh, the guys uh, coming in over here at the Holiday Inn across the oh, street. Man. Oh, yeah? There's tons of buses Yeah, over there. I saw yeah. them coming in this morning. Looked like maybe they had went out to get some breakfast or, you know, maybe a workout this morning, just an early morning workout. But uh, on my way into the station, they were coming back into the hotel. So somebody's out of food somewhere? Is that what you're Could saying? Could be. It's a lot of... <laughs> it's uh, Fayetteville State against Virginia Union. How about that? I, I You know, Virginia yeah. Union's got a storied history. They of, do. Of great football over there, so... All right, um, we are going to, uh, normally we circle the wagons right now. We're going to hold that until after our talk with uh, Coach Leftwich. We're going to take a quick break. 
When we come back, we'll have William Fleming head coach Nick Lefwich uh, to talk about the game last night. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 20th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley Preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are still low. However, we do have Camrys, 4Runners, Highlanders, and trucks available for immediate delivery. Or you can order yours today with no dealer markup over MSRP. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And remember, Haley has it for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. At NCAA Championships, noise is made here. Memories are made here. Champions win here. The only thing missing here is you. Stagpole 50 is coming to Salem, Virginia this December. For more information, visit NCAA.com slash tickets. What's the deal with all these stink bugs? Well, here's the deal from Bugman. The official name, Haleomorpha halus, commonly known as the brown stink bug. Arrived in the U.S. from Asia in the mid-90s, and now they're everywhere. Duh. And we really notice them as it turns cooler because these little stinkers love the warmth and shelter of your home, and they can find their way through the smallest little crack or any opening. And if you grab one of these to throw it out... P.U. Something stinks. If you're sick of these stinkers, call Bugman 345-2200. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasinos, Belleville, and Roanoke. Crunch time, everybody. We're so pleased to have William Fleming head coach Nick Lefwitz on the line with us. Um, coach, uh, what a big win last night. You avenged an earlier loss uh, to city rival Patrick Henry. 
Uh, how would you sum up the game? Uh, just proud of our guys. Uh, they played well. Um, you know, we did what we wanted to do. We wanted to limit their snaps on offense. Uh, that's something we struggled with last game. And then we needed to execute better on offense this round. And uh, luckily we did. And there's still some things that we could have done better to finish drives and extend some, you know, time of possession. But, um, you know, I'm just proud of our guys. We were locked in. And um, we're moving on to round two. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, you you, I, you got such a great team, such a great bunch of kids over there. Got to talk about Malachi Coleman, though. He's something special. What makes him such a weapon for you guys? Uh, he's a good football player. Um, you know, it, we're, we're an high offense. We like to run downhill, whether it's to the fullback or the tailback. Um, you know, and, and that helps out our passing game and things like that. So if we're able to run the ball, we're going to give it to the guys that can run the ball, and that'll open up other things for us. Um, so, you know, he's he's fast. He can be powerful when he, when he puts his shoulder down. So, you know, we're just – we're fortunate to have him. Yeah, he's so much fun to watch. I mean, he's exciting with the ball. You don't know. He doesn't go down easily. Uh, he, he gives great effort, and uh, he's just a lot of fun. If people haven't seen, if you haven't seen Fleming play this year, you need to get out and check out, uh, check him out in the playoffs. And hopefully, this is uh, this is just one of many games here to finish out the year. Uh, uh, we we would love to. If, if we can, get back home so more people around here can see you. But, uh, but he couldn't do that without a solid line. Uh, you, your line is so disciplined. I, some of the guys that I notice out there, and, I, and again, I can't mention them all, but I, I know uh, Michael Finley's a, he's a load out there. The, the Hutchison kid's a big guy. Uh, Payne is tough. Mormon, Haynes. Uh, those guys, talk about your line a little bit, Coach. Uh, well, we don't go anywhere unless they go, you know. <laughs> um, very proud of our, our offensive line. Um, I mean, they've and they've improved each week, which is the best thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you're improving and you're getting better and better, especially at the end of the year, that's a positive thing. So hopefully we can carry that momentum into next week. And, um, you know, th- that group of guys meshes well together, just as five guys, you know, uh, their conversations they have each- with each other in the huddle and, you know, how they communicate with one another. Um that's also improved, and it's just, it, it, again, we don't go anywhere unless they take us somewhere. So um, they're the reason for the offensive success that we have. And obviously we have athletes that make plays as well, but it all starts up front. I love that. We don't go anywhere unless they take us. Uh, that's that's a great – sounds like a T-shirt. I might have to get a T-shirt made that says that. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, good teams have good field leaders. And so talk about Jaisir Preston, your quarterback. I mean – he seems to be able to step up and really kind of read the defense and, and get you into position for for scores and, and find the open receiver. I mean, he's quite an athlete himself. Uh, he is, and he's maturing. Um, and, again, he's somebody that's gotten better throughout the year. Um, you know, he, he's able to make plays with his feet. He's, he's reading the defense a lot better here at the end of the season. Uh, made some great throws last night. Our guys ran great routes. Karon Ferguson had a heck of a game, mm. um, you know, and the whole offense just, you know, again, we clicked, but there's some things that we could, you know, do a little bit better as far as getting some push and some short yardage situations um, just to extend some drives and give ourselves more opportunities. So, um, but again, you know, uh, Josh Sear played well last night and, you know, again, he's maturing still and that's a good thing. 
Um, he's just a sophomore, uh, first-year starter. So um, proud of him. And, uh, you know, again, hopefully we can carry that momentum offensively in the next week as well. Yeah, I know, you know, we we're talking a lot about offense. Everybody wants to hear about, you know, the – the guys with the ball and stuff, but the defense is is really what wins you games uh, as you go deeper in the playoffs, in my opinion. Um, talk about, uh, just mention a few on defense that have really uh, maybe improved a lot or maybe uh, really stand out out there. Uh, well, our defense is, in my opinion, has been very solid all year. I mean, they're, they're kind of the backbone of our football team. Um, you know, we're, we're a little bend and don't break. Um, but as a group, we've played well pretty consistently all year, and that's just kudos to our coaches and, and things like that. Um, but with the defense, I mean, Giovanni Gonzalez, our middle linebacker, flies around the field. Uh, Darren McCoy had a heck of a game last night. Had a, you know, probably the – I mean, it was the game-sealing moment in a way, but it was that was the turning point in the game. Hmm. I mean, they, they had a little bit of momentum, and Darren intercepted that pass, and that, you know, that – really gave us our life back and and things like that. So, um, but, I mean, again, defensively, we played well. I mean, we gave up some big plays here and there. They've got some athletes at BH. They're going to make some plays from time to time. But as a group, we played well. Um, so, again, just proud of our guys, man. Yeah, you, you run a tight ship. Uh, you know, you can tell your, your team's very disciplined and, uh, you know, you're calm on the sidelines. I know you're a fiery guy. I know you're, um, you know, uh, you're, you can be emotional, but you don't let that show up on the sidelines and you're very calm. And uh, how important is that in a football game, you know, to, to manage yourself, the ups and downs, uh, because, you know, the kids are always watching you. I mean, uh, we, we think that's a, a real strength of yours. Uh, well, if coaches or players are listening to this, they probably disagree with their <laughs> um, take there. But, um, you know, again, my job is to make sure that we're doing what we need to do as a staff, as a sideline to help everybody on the field. Um, and that includes the players that are on the sideline. Um, you know, so it's not about me, though, man. I mean, our, our, our kids, they're, they're, they're becoming more and more in tune with all of this and understanding that again, we're fighting for Mondays. We want this group to stay together as long as possible. And that's what it's all about is do you want to spend another week with these guys? And if you do, what are you going to do to make sure it happens? That's great. So, um, yeah, again, just happy to get the win, more happy to move forward and uh, prepare for Douglas. That's Yeah. So you have Douglas Freeman next. You probably, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at him or, even know what they do or, or you know, started scheming against them. But uh, do you have any idea what we can expect uh, out of them? Um, little 3-4 defense, uh, spread, some double wing stuff. Um, getting a little technical here, but, I mean, they're a good football team. Yeah. Uh, any, anybody that's playing right now is a good football team, no matter your record. Um, you know, it's a brand-new season in the postseason. So, um, we just got to prepare like normal. We got to take care of Monday through Thursday, and then when Friday comes, we'll be ready. He is uh, Coach Nick Lefwich from William Fleming. Thanks so much, Coach, for your time coming on the show, and uh, congratulations on a big win last night, and good luck going forward. 
Yes, sir. I appreciate you. All right. Hey. I tell you. Yeah. I mean, he, he's good, isn't he? I mean, he just... Uh, uh, he's so good for those kids. And I did, I was there for the first half of the game. And, and you're right. Um, he has a, uh, he has a way on the sidelines that he keeps the, the players very motivated, but he's, he's not that excitable. I mean, he's, I mean, I know he's, he yeah. says that there are people would disagree, <laughs> but I mean, just fiery. watching him. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he's, he's the kind of coach that, you know, he looks like, uh, you could easily put, uh, pads and a helmet on him. Oh, absolutely! And he would be right out there. But right. it was a, it was a. I only got to see the first half, but you know, they seemed more. Um, something just wasn't clicking last night. You know, again, I just saw the first half with with PH. They just they couldn't get in a rhythm, and it just you know, and and Fleming, you know, was, um, you know, it, it was surprising how how fast, for example, Coleman and the quarterback was, and how they eluded players and so go ahead you know no one of the things that i noticed last night was ph got to the point where it was the carter show yeah it it, it yeah. fell all up on carter you know and it's hard when you put a team on one kid's back and say hey let's you know let's keep rolling also the thing that i noticed as well too last night on fourth and ones each team several times were okay. drawn offside to where oh, those man. plays extended mm. That's an early season foul that should not be given up in playoffs. Yeah. You, you cannot allow a team to continue driving down the field on offside penalties. Uh, you know, oh, it drove me nuts last night because both teams, you know, they were you're guilty right. of it. Yeah, and we true. and we watched it last night, you know, several times. And you're sitting there going, "Look, the competition only gets harder as you go mm -hmm. on." These are the, like Coach Leftwich just said, these are the teams that deserve to be here right now. You're good because you're in the playoffs because you're good. Yeah. And, but you cannot have simple mistakes get you in these kind of games. Well, you know, it, it's true that, that mistakes like that kill you late, and, and that is an early season issue. But yeah. when you're trying to get a big stop on fourth down, sure. you have to roll the dice sometimes. You, you do. You have to try to jump the count, beat your block, and right. sometimes you're going to get caught. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's hard on a team when it keeps happening. Exactly. And you keep giving them another set of downs. And right. against good teams, they're going to make you pay for it. Yeah. In, the, in the first half last night, it happened at least three times. Yep. And and twice it was Fleming that jumped. And Correct. once it was PH that jumped. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, again... It was a it was a good atmosphere, a great crowd there. It was, um, yeah. You know, and I mean, there's there's that obvious rivalry between the two of them, and our first city time, schools, yeah, yeah, first time playing in the playoffs. So look at that. Yeah, Lemon comes out on the good end of the steal. How about and, that? But you know, I know Beasley tried this week to get into practice and do some things in the practice, and the foot just wouldn't let him do it. Uh, but big shout out to PH. I'm talking especially Carter at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. He, you know, he took this team to a nine and one going into the playoffs, and he, these guys had some definitely, you know, huge injuries this year that hurt them. And I would have kind of loved to seen where PH would have been if all the pieces were together there. Yeah. I, I think they probably would have been one of the best teams in the state if you could have kept all the pieces together. Yeah, Chuck Webb got hurt early, and Beasley got yeah. knocked out of the Salem game, and and but the guys stepped up, and and you know Carter. I mean, he was an exciting wide receiver when Beasley was oh, behind know. center. Yeah. I mean, you get him out in space, and he could really make things happen out there. But um, 
But again, we're really proud of our, our city schools. Yeah. Uh, both had great seasons. Uh, Fleming's is going on. And, uh, you know, just uh, just proud of them. All right, we're going to go backwards now and, and circle the wagons. I wanted to get that uh, conversation in with uh, Coach Lefwich, and I really appreciate his time. Um, but uh, let's go uh, back, and uh, we'll start with Coach over here. Coach, uh, uh, what uh, caught your attention this week, other than uh, – being out of the hospital and <laughs> actually eating solid food for yeah, a little bit. Solid food. Yeah. One of the things that really called my attention, I uh, want to give a big shout out to Bob Price. Uh, he announced he's retiring. Yeah. I, I was at his uh, retirement. Yeah. Uh, I got invited and it was nice to be there. Yeah. Big shout out to Coach Price. I've known Coach Price for years and uh, being part of that Celtic family over there and uh, watching those teams over the years and watched and watching what he's done. Uh, big shout out to him. I, I know that there comes a time where you sit there and you start contemplating on when it's going to be over. Yep. And trust me, Bob Price is never, his coaching days are never going to be over. No. Even when you do hang it up, you still coach. Trust me. Uh, you sit there watching ball games and you're still coaching yeah. in your head. So, but uh, no, I just wanted to give a big shout out to him. That's and great. And Coach Sweeney is retiring Coach with Sweeney him. Coach Sweeney as well, yeah. Yeah, those two are uh, tandem there. And, yeah. Uh, he arranged and put together the the retirement party for Co- Coach Price. I'm sure didn't want it. <laughs> no, but but look, it, this is one of these schools that you know we sit there and we say you know oh we're a family. Reno Catholic is a family. Yeah, it's a it's a very small school. I'm talking 500 students from K all the way to 12. A very small school and just a great atmosphere. And I was uh, definitely you know proud to coach over there and to get to know Coach Price. So, yeah, yeah, fantastic, great call out. Dave, the boss, Ross, you guys, uh, your crew was at the Pulaski County William Byrd game. What, uh, something catch your eye in that game or something during the week? Or I, I know you uh, you get around and, and know a lot of what's going on, and, and we appreciate your insight. Well, let's face it. It started right at the uh, kickoff. Yeah. Kickoff, went to William Byrd, went for a touchdown, and then from that point on they had taken control and uh, – you know, they, they did a good job both offensively and defensively. So it was a good good victory for Bird. And then I looked at uh, some of these other games, uh, you know, Gretna coming up with a win, uh, Glenver playing, you know, very well. And, uh, you know, with Rustburg, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, the scores like that, um, 104 nothing. let's put mm. it this way. That is not a game I would like to do. No. (laughs) No. Let me tell you. Uh, Would you you have a voice this morning if you did that game? Oh, my gosh. Well, and then, you you know, you always try to pump up uh, decent about the other team. And what are you going to say? Well, it's been two minutes since they scored. So uh, good Mm. job by the defense, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something. Yeah, no doubt about that. Those are good call-outs. All right, Jimmy Thang, uh, I know you were at two different games for us. You were at uh, at Fleming Patrick Henry for a little while and half right. there, and then uh, also Pulaski County and Bird. And then I know uh, your son Graham was at, uh, and, and Dylan were over at uh, Jefferson Forest, uh, GW Danville. Yeah. So what, what, well, I, I think the thing that, that came out to me, and I maybe I didn't notice it the first time that I uh, covered William Bird, but... I think the thing that I walked away from last night after being there watching, you know, most of the game and photographing it was um, what a 
team it is. And what I mean by that is, is I was so surprised. It didn't matter who scored. It didn't matter who got the fumble recovery. I mean, they celebrated the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was really, you know, Israel Harrison, he broke two long runs. And I mean, he, you know, I mean, he was excited, but I mean, it's just like it was all, it was all about the team. And I, that was something that really stuck to me. And I thought, you know, uh, as we've always said, any team is going to beat a group of individuals. And right. so I was just real surprised at how, and I know Bird was probably that way when I saw him the first time, but it just didn't click with me, but it really did last night. And uh, it probably clicked more so because I was photographing on their side and I was around them. Mm-hmm. And being around them and, and watching them, and it was just uh, – and, and even when I interviewed um, Kiker at John Kiker at the, after the game, I mean, he was so complimentary about, you know, talking about – because I asked him specifically, I said, John, what was that like to – to catch, you know, an interception, you know, because yep. that's not something. It, but before he said anything about the interception, he talked about the kid that calls the interception. Yeah. And I just, you know, I was, I, I left there last night thinking, you know, man, that's a, a great bunch of guys that, and I mean, all teams are great, don't get me wrong, but there's some teams that are closer knit to each other. And and that was the impression when I left last night that, you know, Bird's a, a tight knit group and they're as happy if a kid that, you know, hasn't scored a touchdown or one who scored 20 that season. So I just thought that was a great uh, character uh, characterization of, of the Bird team as, yeah, as that's it great. was. So that was pretty cool. A good chemistry. I think you're talking about chemistry there too. You know, when, when players like each other and they yep. play for each other and they're willing to sacrifice, yes. you know, their glory for each other, they, they go further. Yeah, and it's interesting, uh, Dave, you – you commented how it started right off the bat that Barrow scored. the, And, and that was interesting because I got to the game and there was two minutes gone in the first quarter and it was already seven to nothing. And I did not know who scored. So until you mentioned that's how it started and it looked like it was an 89-yard touchdown. Man, what a way to. Walter Barrows. Yeah. Barrows what a did it shot out of a cannon. A former. Yeah, it just yeah. skyrocketed from there. They yeah. just kept, kept doing the job offensively and defensively. Yeah. So pretty, pretty interesting. My game last night was Fort Chiswell and Arrows. I, I have to be honest, I was surprised at the way it played out. Um, not that I didn't think Fort Chiswell could beat them. I thought it would be a close game. But the way they won that game yeah. and the way that, um, you know, Collier Pruitt for Narrows is a fantastic athlete, he really is. a good football player, a great basketball player. And uh, Fort Chiswell... Um, did a good job against him, not letting him get loose. He got loose a few times. He had a couple 60-plus yard touchdown runs. And he's one of those fast guys that when he gets out and he's cutting, he looks back. Right. You don't often see huh. that. You know, a lot of times when guys get in the clear, they're running, they're sprinting, they're like, nobody's catching me. Sure. Well, nobody's catching him either, yeah. but he wants to see where everybody is back right. behind him. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, he's <laughs> a special guy, and uh, that's a special team, uh, Coach Lowe. Uh, always does a good job with them. But uh, Coach Quisenberry at Fort Chiswell, I mean, what a great job. He's really found a, a working formula with the Wildcat, the way he does it. And uh, I'll talk more about that game here in a bit. But um, he was a guy that, uh, uh, and that team really stood out to me. And I will talk, we were talking about uh, uh, coaches that are, are are hanging it up and calling it quits. Uh, right. Coach Meeks, John Meeks at uh, Brookville, yeah. mm. is another guy who's decided to walk away. And, and uh, 
what a great uh, guy he is. What a great job he's done. I know it's really hard uh, to leave a post like that. Not sure what the reasoning was, whether he just needed to spend more time with his family or whether he wanted to move in a different direction. But um, he uh, he certainly uh, uh, is a decisive guy, and sure. uh, I know he'll miss it. He'll miss the kids. But he, who knows? He may still be involved in some form or fashion. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw pictures last night. Coach Woody showed up last night over at EC Glasses <laughs> game, was on nice. the sideline. And you're like, even though you leave a school – doesn't mean you're leaving a school, trust yeah. me. And he had the uh, blue and white on last night. I'll be glad. Well, I was going to say about Coach Meeks. I mean, the uh, just something that sticks out in my mind that I'll I'll never forget uh, about him was you know in one of my Jimmy things I got to um, mm. to interview who I didn't know at the time was his wife. Okay. I mean, which, you know, I mean, I don't always know. Well, you don't know sure. who the coach's wife or you shouldn't know right. who the coach's wife's <laughs> are. But I didn't know who Mrs. Meeks was, and I'm sorry I don't recall her first name. But I just will never forget uh, her talking about um, on Friday afternoons before they played a home game on Friday night that she walked around the, around the track and around the field and she prayed for her husband, and she prayed for the safety of the players out there. So, I mean, that's something that you know, I I, I would say to Coach Meeks, you know, what a what a blessing it is to have a, a wife that that yeah. would do that for you. And I mean, I was just so I, that was one thing about. Are him. you seeing Coach Meeks outkicked his coverage? <laughs> no, I'm okay. not. All I'm right. just saying all he's right. fortunate. That's all. There we go. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So uh, I want to thank a few sponsors. Um, that uh, that have been so gracious to be with us really for years. But uh, the Salem Civic Center is one, certainly, uh, what a great job they do bringing uh, entertainment to the Valley for us. Uh, today at 3 o'clock, we've got the 2023 CIAA Football Championships and uh, our football championship, and, and that one will be a good one. Virginia Union in, what, Fayetteville? Um, so uh, that one's, I mean, if, if you... You know, you're looking for something to do. Get over there and check that out. The, the, you'll see some good athletes. Yeah. You'll see some guys that will play oh, at the yeah. next level. You got it. Um, so that's fun. Uh, November 22nd, Theory of a Dead Man and Skillet. Rock Resurrection Tour. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, also, Paranormal Cirque Ooh. 3 is back. Yeah. <laughs> that wild tent yeah. that they put yes. outside. I, you know, last year I think it was around Halloween. It was. And let me tell you this. Uh-oh. if You, you better get you. tickets for this because these shows sell out. Yeah. We couldn't get over how crowded it was yes. last year. Yeah, no, these shows sell out. My niece told me the other day that uh, she got tickets to go up there, and the tickets were very limited to the show that she got. So definitely... Wow. Get, get your Where tickets. Where are you guys setting that, Coach? <laughs> Not me, buddy. <laughs> Not me. Come on, Coach. Where I am that? the show. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know those youngsters don't go anywhere without you. Exactly. No. <laughs> uh, well, great call out there. That's that's really cool. If you like that kind of stuff, you got to get over and check it out. And it sounds like you need to get tickets exactly. right away. Exactly. Uh, November 24th, we got the Roanoke Valley Mineral and Gym Show. Uh, that's really you love. Yeah, gym. I love going to the no. gym show. I, I'm gonna. I think I need to to go again the 24th. Uh, however, that is my wife's birthday, so oh. maybe Ooh. it'll be a perfect chance to that, go over yeah. and find a gym for her. Maybe that's a new sponsor for you, the gym. <laughs> well, the gym you've already, show. You've already found a gym. That's right. Oh. See, look at that. She found a gym, I should say. I, I don't know about that. No, no, but, uh, I think uh, she did. She found a Jimmy, <laughs> not a gym, but a Jimmy. 
Uh, but anyways, uh, and then also December 1st, uh, Roanoke Symphony Orchestra, the Holiday Pops uh, theme. That That's fantastic. I mean, we're so yeah. blessed to have such a great group. And don't forget, Roanoke Valley Sports Club, you've got that going on this week, Dave, because of the change in the schedule. And you have, uh, of course, the uh, former athletic director, Dave Brain from uh, Virginia Tech. How about that? He will be the uh, guest speaker. Nice. And a lot of pressure when your last name's Brain. It, it could be. It could be. I mean, you got to be really smart. I know he's a smart man, but you really got pressure. Well, there's some smart people in this room, too. And, uh, no <laughs> Eleke or? <laughs> yeah. No Let's question. move on from that one. All <laughs> right. Another great sponsor, Ginger's Jewelry. Ginger, what a, a wonderful uh, partner and uh, supporter she is. Um, again, Ginger's won Best in Roanoke Platinum Award, Best Local Jewelry Store. Uh, people is the secret to their success. A long history of support in the community mm-hmm. uh, and trust. Uh, just a wonderful community partner. Uh, if you got any important purchases, you need to start with Ginger. Yeah. And you'll finish with Ginger. She'll you find it. you an engagement ring. She'll find you a wedding ring. She'll find the right price. They work on jewelry. You know, if you've got family heirlooms that need cleaned up or worked on, they do all that stuff. And and she's also very creative. She can create yeah. for oh. you. Well, you know, last year I was gifted a uh, Frank Sinatra watch, <laughs> yeah, beautiful watch. And this year, Bulova has brought out the Rat Pack watches. Oh, boy. So go, by, go by uh, Ginger's and take a look. I saw one online the other day. I need to go by and see Ginger. Uh, but now they have the Rat Pack. Nice. And Why when the Coach says line. that, it sounds like know. you know a kid yeah. saying, "This is what I want for Christmas." <laughs> yeah, it's on uh, my Santa, Amazon wish this list. Is what I would like, and well, I've got and, a, and, I got a nice watch, but they've got the new Rat Pack, yeah. got the new collection one. out. Yeah, uh, I would like to add to my collection. Yeah, but go by and see Ginger, and uh, before too long, I'm sure that wheel's going to make an appearance. Ooh, nice. baby! And, yeah, spin that free wheel. That That's wheel. a lot of fun. You it ever is. been in there when they spin that? They won't let me spin the wheel. I oh I I've spun it. Yeah, I know. I mean, I and you I got, did well when on I it, didn't when you? I got Lisa um, a blue topaz cross necklace. Um, then I also spun the wheel and ended up with a couple things that were, I mean, I was really, I, I hate to say it, but I was expecting what I would spend for and win wouldn't be very nice, but it was very nice. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, I mean, you know, when somebody's giving something free away, yeah, yeah. you don't, but no, we ended up with, a with an actual gemstone, uh, that we were able to put on, um, a little corded black necklace that nice. came and oh that's cool you know so it was a it Does was a lisa great... know you gave us all a blue tip has crossed that year <laughs> exactly how <laughs> many times that? you spin that yeah. wheel you know <laughs> yep as I long mean, as I she got hers that's all that oh, she's okay all right. Yeah. all right yep. all right we gotta get to the scores here jimmy's gonna do the scores for us um so jimmy what uh tell us what happened last night so here we go for the first round of the playoffs we had george with 45 perry mcclure 20 Port Chiswell, 48, Narrows, 19, Galax, 42, Bath County, 7, Alta Vista, 64, Surrey County, 16, Glenver, 56, Patrick County, 0, Bradford, 63, James River, 0, Lord Botatop, 42, Bassett, 10, William Byrd, 45, Pulaski County, 21, Christiansburg, 26, Abingdon, 3, Turner Ashby, 26, Heritage, 14, Rustburg, 40, Allegheny, 29, Liberty Christian Academy, 56, Fluvanna County, 6, E.C. Glass, 38, Sherando, 30, Jefferson Forest, 20, George Washington, 13, Salem, 55, Liberty Bilton, 7, 
Gretna 28, Floyd County 27, and that was an overtime victory. Phoebus 104, Jamestown 0, William Fleming 23, Patrick Henry 16, Grayson County 14, Giles County 6, Magna Vista 35, Stanton River 13, and William Campbell 14 and Franklin 0. And there you have it for the first round of regionals. Right. Uh, appreciate that, Jimmy. All right, we're going to take a quick break, uh, get some of our sponsors in. We really, again, really appreciate them. When we come back, we'll have our Haley Toyota, Haley Hassan for Less legendary coach, Jeff Highfill this week. Nice. Uh, coach Highfill, we really miss him being around. And he's still around, but he's just not coaching. Uh, but uh, we'll have him when we come back. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less, with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jay Harlow today at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future results. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. Are you ready to make a bunch of money without going to college? Check out how Southern Air Apprenticeships can jumpstart your career. HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians charge hundreds of dollars per hour. Southern Air will teach you how to make your time this valuable, and we're hiring now. If you're looking for a job after high school and don't want to rack up student loan debt or spend your parents' retirement on college, check out Southern Air Certified Trade Apprenticeships. Start your career debt-free and ahead of your peers with Southern Air today. Your HVAC fix since 19. 46. Apply today at Southern Air Online. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. 
Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasinos, Delville, and Roanoke. At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com. favorite all right it's a hot dagger knife in our backs for me and dave that's all i can say oh, oh we well appreciate the rest we do hear, yeah love those cheerleaders love to hear them yes all right so let's get to uh former william bird head coach jeff heifel um give coach heifel a listen I am here today with retired William Bird coach Jeff Heifel, a legendary coach. Uh, He probably wouldn't say that, but I say that. Outstanding coach. I've enjoyed talking to Coach Heifel over the 24 years we've done Crunch. Learned a lot from him, uh, both about football and life and business. I want to start with the basics. Where were you born? Uh, Right here. Born in Roanoke City, old Jefferson Hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you were raised here, too? Yep. I've been here my whole life. Where did you actually grow up? I mean, was it... In Roanoke City, or was it in an area? Roanoke County, about two miles from here. Uh, Lewis Gill Hospital. Back towards the city a little bit? Uh, well, you know, there's a McDonald's down there. On yeah, the on highway. Apperson? The hill up behind it. We lived on top of the hill. Maybe some listeners know, but, I mean, Roanoke was different back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it is now. That was a main thoroughfare. Yeah, the right. Lee Highway was. Now, see, I mentioned Lewis Gill Hospital. That was a big old farm field. Uh, really? Okay. 419 didn't go through that. 419 stopped uh, at Lee Highway. It didn't come on out this way. I'll be darned. Uh, uh, so did... Uh, so Ridgewood Farms was that the was that the plantation there where the uh, that was still all all fuel and stuff back through there too. Okay, Kelly Road ran through there, but there was no four nineteen didn't come up through. There. Interesting. Tell me about your high school days. Now you played at Andrew Lewis. Andrew Lewis, yeah. So Andrew Lewis is, I mean, I wasn't around, obviously, when that when Andrew Lewis was big and when it was even around. So it's always fascinated me, Coach Eddie Joyce yes. and the success they had there and all the things that were achieved. So tell me about your high school days. What did you play? Yeah, the, uh, that whole Lewis thing was quite, and, and Salem. I, I played Sandlot football up in Salem. Mm-hmm. We had our own league, uh, the Salem League, and, and then played, went right up through the school system, starting in eighth grade. Andrew Lewis was 8 through 12. Okay. So we had an 8th grade team, then ninth grade team in varsity, JV and varsity. Uh, I, was, I was a young, I was a running back and uh, linebacker type kid. 
uh, most of the way through. Then my, actually for my senior year, we went to platoon. First time I'd ever done that. We had so many people coming back, they decided to go to platoon. And I, I was moved to a top and starting tight end and didn't play any defense. My senior, nobody, well, I said nobody. We had one guy who played both ways or practiced both ways anyway. The rest of us, you were offense all day, every day. Or you were wow. defense all day. Every that was day. a real luxury back then. Yeah, well, they had never done it. And we just had so many people back there. And again, it, it, you know, I understand why they did it. You know, looking back, I, I, it hurt us in some ways, I think, as far as we got the championship game starting defensive end. A good friend of mine hurt his ankle be- that week before, and he was an all-district type kid. Well, now you're bringing his backup in. I think we had some guys starting on the offense who should have, you know, could have been. So right. it made, made you thinner, obviously, because we, we didn't even practice both ways. Right. I mean, we practiced, only time I practiced tackling at all that all year uh, was on, we worked on punt team. So we had to tackle. So I remember, you know, that was it. We didn't do any defensive technique, and the defensive guys didn't do any offensive technique. That's interesting. So so beyond that, did you like just going one way, or would you have rather played both ways as uh, a kid, as a player? As, I, I think I'd rather go both ways. So the rest wasn't important to you? You'd rather have been no, on the field no, making no. plays? No, during practice, maybe sometimes you'd say, this, this one-way thing's pretty good. But as far as game night, no, I think everybody thought I'd rather have gone both ways. Now, you went on to college? Yep. Went to King College in Bristol, Tennessee. Did you play there? Or did you? Uh, interesting. During our day at, at, at Angelo's, and it was back during the heyday, uh, we flew to a couple of games. I mean, we chartered a plane, flew down and played at Hampton. We flew up to D.C. I when mean, you it, say flew, you I chartered mean, a... I mean, that's the only time most of us... I'd never flown, and most of us had never flown. Because, again, what, nowadays every kid's flown. Right. We didn't fly. In fact, I haven't flown since then, really. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was, you know, I remember going out there and getting on the plane. First time I'd ever flown. Uh, you know, we're pulling in the parking lot, and they're announcing the Angelo's charter plane is ready on runway side. And we just roll right through and get on it take off. Well, you're probably more nervous about that than any game yeah, you ever it played in. It was a little different, and it was funny. So, uh, we were, you know, it was a different world. We were so green. I said most of us had never been on a plane. We, I remember flying back from D.C. We had beaten G.W. Alexander, one of the teams that became, the remember, the Titan team. Yeah. Uh, we would beaten them pretty bad up there. And we're flying back. Uh, and, and word came back, it was, pass up all your loose chain. I remember first thing goes through my mind, what loose chain? They were going to crash. They didn't want change flying around the cabin. You know, they were taking up a tip for the stewards on, on you know, on, on the flights. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't know. Most of it, I don't know if us knew what was going on. They didn't want to flying around. So the next time you didn't have any change in your pocket. <laughs> Save a little money. We flew up to D.C. Matter of fact, we went up that D.C. flight. We went up there. It was in 68, I guess it was. They had riots all week. They almost called the game off. Uh, oh, wow. And they decided we'd go ahead and play it. We flew up there, and we got in there early on a Friday afternoon. I remember we landed. Ladies at the airport wouldn't believe we were a football team. We were always small. They right. Too small. Uh, we got to the to the school, and it was early. I don't know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock afternoon. We had beaten them in the state championship basketball the year before. Who's this now? The- Angelo's. This was G.W. of Alexandria. It was okay. one of the schools that combined. Uh, G.W. of Alexandria. Uh, okay. It combined later to be one of the schools for Remember the Tiger team. We had beaten them in the state championship the year before basketball at the buzzer. Matter of fact, I started running back this year. Larry Cecil would pick the ball up off the floor and land it up, and it went as, as the horn was going off. We won the state Oh, wow. So we get to that place. They've had rides all week. I remember we're getting off the bus, and, and they've already lined up waiting for us. And they're saying, you know, which one's Cecil? Larry Cecil was the kid who made the run basketball. We go, we, you know, he breaks in the open, we go shoot him all this time. All the kids were saying he's the redhead at the back. Redhead. <laughs> That was Coach Joyce? Yes, we got it. He looked like an old kid, didn't he? <laughs> we, we went in and got dressed. We come out for the game, and there's a police escort. They surround us to walk us on the field. 
they woke us off at halftime back out. I mean, it was a little different atmosphere. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, well, we beat them pretty bad and got, got out of there, got back, made it back plane, plane two, even though we had to give her a loose change. Do you mean even after all that, you didn't kind of keep it close to try to be able to get out of there alive? I, I, I do have to be at the time. I was still running back. So was, this was my junior, I guess, junior, sophomore year. And uh, so I remember uh, one time I was I was running the ball. I went through a big hole. And I remember it flashed in my mind. I hope they know I'm not Cecil. <laughs> I just remember that flash. We just, you know, yeah. There was a good hole when I took off through so they said, first time he comes through the hole, we go shoot him. Uh, it's funny now, but I'm sure it wasn't yeah, funny yeah, back yeah. then. Well, so again, it was an unbelievable fairy tale, great high school, you know, the whole atmosphere in Salem. Uh, anybody talks about it now, it's not what it used to be. Right. I mean, you know, we didn't have malls or anything else. Places really did shut down for Friday, and the whole student body was there now. Now it's more the communities at the games. I don't think that many students really go anywhere on these. You right. Know, you find the small, you see the student section, that used to be the whole school was there. So it was really a great atmosphere to grow up play. Uh, and we had a, a, we were known as a smaller, quicker team uh, most time of year. And we had some guys who went on and had big success at Division One. We had some go to UT. Uh, before my time, we had some go down to Miami and end up in the NFL. I mean, we were really good football players. But what we mostly were, we mostly Division three type kids. I mean, I was a tight end at 170 pounds, 165 pounds. Wow. So, and we most of us had chances. In my senior year, I think there were about five of us, fairly good friends, who all the what we call ODAC now, Hampton City, all those recruited yeah. us and offered all, you know, more all of us to come. I think if one or two of us had gone, maybe a lot of us had gone, and all of us sort of, what we had run into with some of the older guys in front of us had, had gone that path and, and some of them had real success at Division Three. but we also saw a lot of them quit after a year or two even if they were starting they just, you know, it wasn't the same. Oh, yeah. They weren't flying in Division Three. <laughs> you know, in the games we went to as we were being recruited the crowds were nowhere near what ours were. I mean, so in some ways you felt like it was a step down. A let down. Even though level-wise it wasn't. You were playing better people, I'm sure. Right. But the unit, you know, we had at Lewis, we every uniform we had, we had it in short sleeve, we had it in long sleeve. Huh. We had rip-away jerseys. You know, it, it was just really an unbelievable situation. And and watching a lot of guys in front of us go and the places we went that were recruiting us, you know, it didn't. It looked like a step down. It was not a step down. Obviously, it right. would have been better. I tell you, I, I love hearing Coach Heifel's voice. Uh, you know, it's so interesting playing at Andrew Lewis back in the day. They yeah. flew to games. Look at that. They flew to a couple games. That's, you know, you don't hear about that. Well, you hear some high schools these days flying. Yeah. But back in the day, you, would, you oh. wouldn't think that a high school would fly to a ball game. You know. And, not. and, you know, it's funny. He talks about them getting off the plane and people would be like, where's the football team? Because they were little. Right, yeah. They weren't giants. Right. They'd be like, hey, watch out of the way. We're trying to see the football exactly. team. And they were like, we are the football we team. We are the team. But, you know. They are a great example of, you talk about team, right. you talk about timing, you talk about quickness, yep. smarts. Um, they had it all. They well, you know, all. Salem, Andrew Lewis, they've always had that team mentality there in Salem. Uh, you know, and the Salemites have always been, you know, just a, a group of people. You you know, you always talk about the mules. You always talk about, you know. Yep. Um, even with, you know, Peyton Lewis and, you know, what we have up there now, uh, you just, you know, you hear about them, but it's still, it's a team effort yeah. up there. It really is. Yeah. They, uh, they talk about a team that plays for each other and, and they love it. I mean, they're, they're yeah. all in. You got it. All year long. Right. Every year. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably Salem teams down the line playing sure. or practicing or working out right now. Right. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, and you you know you see that Andrew Lewis is you know they lose like maybe one game a year. I know they've gone undefeated, yeah. and where does that filter? Filters right on into Salem, and you know, so these these kids are taught the same system the entire time they're in school, and boy, it shows when they get into high school. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about some games last night. A little more detail. Patrick Henry at Fleming. Again, um, we talked a little bit about this. Twenty three sixteen Fleming, a winner over Patrick Henry. Patrick Henry beat him earlier in the year, won the Mayor's Trophy. Yeah. Uh, Fleming gets him in the playoffs. Uh, Malachi Coleman got it started with a 48-yard TD, just right. a lot of speed mm-hmm. there. Made it 7 to nothing, And then, um, you know, Jaisir Preston uh, added a, a sneak, a quarterback sneak, and it was 14 yeah. nothing before PH really knew it. Sure. Uh, Quale Carter had a short TD run, aided by a couple penalties. It was 14-7, to yeah. but... The Colonels just kept, you know, doing what they needed to do. They got the lead, and then they held on to that, that margin. And, and PH just, again, you know, PH has had a tough year, uh, lost several of their, right. of their stars to injuries or whatever, but they both, both have had good years. It got a little dicey there, third, fourth quarter. You had a fumble. PH got the ball back, and you, you thought to yourself, oh, this is not going to go well. This is going to be the exact same game that we saw uh, for the Mayor's Cup. Right. Lemon's going to dominate for three quarters, and then all of a sudden. Uh, but McCoy comes up with a great interception, uh, sliding interception, to where you didn't you didn't even think that the kid had the ball. And sure enough, he gets up and he's got the ball. And once that interception happened and uh, Fleming got control of the ball again, it was just ground and pound. And, uh, and Coach Lefwich talked about that interception. Yeah. That was a turning point. That was that was the turning point. Yeah. That was the game right there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're sitting here looking at a uh, one-score game basically going, you know, we, we need something to go our way. Fleming got the ball back and fumbled it. PH got it, and you're sitting here going, oh, this is, you know, and then when PH gets it, they turn it over with an interception. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're like, boy, that really just defined the game right there, and that was the uh, that was the straw that got the camels back yep. last night. Yeah, there you go. Um, we've got GW Danville at, uh, uh, Jefferson Forest. Forest won that one 20 to 13. Cavs went up 10 to nothing. This was kind of a, you know, this yeah. wasn't a, a track meet. This was a grinded out physical game. Right. Um, JF eventually went up 13 to nothing. GW came back, um, and, and made it a close game. Josiah Bell, the quarterback for, for the Cavs at, at Jefferson Forest. So he is, he's something else. He's sure. a big guy. He runs well. Um, he throws it well. If if he goes back in the pocket to throw it, everybody turns and tries to find the receiver. And he gets past that line. And he's a big guy. He'll run through arm tackles. He's a load. You know, this is a respect for football game here. Because you play LCA one week and you get beat. And then you understand that your season can be over in a matter of, right. a, of a game. And I think Jefferson Forrest, and, and I've always, I've been one of these coaches that have always said, I don't mind a loss during the season because I think sometimes if you're that good, I think a loss sometimes just brings you back to reality going, you're not as good as you think you are. Right. You you need to be humbled just a little bit. And once you get that little taste of being humbled, you get over there and you're like, now we got something to prove. Yeah. And they look good last night. It was, it it was a, you know, a dog fight all the way to the end. But uh, Jefferson Forrest, I think they understood playing LCA that, there's a bigger dog out there, but boy, and you got to come next time to get that big dog. And I, I look for them to go far in the playoffs. They'll, oh, absolutely. They'll have a, a tough go against EC Glass. 
They will. You yeah. know, and that was the, the glasses game last night. I really thought, yeah. and, you know, when we picked the games this week, I thought Sharando would get glass because I've watched glass this season kind of have its ups, kind of have its downs. And this wasn't the same team that we saw last year and, you know, with White and everything like that. So I thought to myself, Sharando may come in and have the opportunity. It was a close game. It was, 38-30. Yeah, EC Glass got the win last night. But I'm telling you, if we can get EC Glass rolling back to Seminole-style football, this this will be a dogfight between them. Yeah, and just quickly, uh, they did meet each other on October 13th, and they were blanked by Jefferson Forrest beat them 23 to nothing. Right. So... Uh, but then we see what happened with PH and Fleming. Right. So, you know, it's hard to play somebody. And, again, it's no travel. Yeah. You know, everybody talks about how you want the team that you're playing to have some travel time in. Sure. There's no travel time no. here, really. So, anyway, no. be a good game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's Sharando EC Glass, 38-30 uh, EC Glass, Hilltoppers. Jumped out early with a field goal, and then Sharando tied it with a field goal. Yes. Callaway TD pass to, to – Thomas, uh, what a great player he is. Right. I know he had a fumble early that I think led to their field goal, but down the wire, you know, a competitive game. But, uh, you know, EC Glass did what they needed to do to get the win. Sure. Yep. Uh, next, my game, Fort Chiswell Narrows. Uh, coach uh, Quisenberry, they call him Coach Q. He may be your coach of the year. Mm. I okay. mean, um, for what he's done and, and the way his team reacts to him, responds to him, um, He's been running the Wildcat there the last few weeks. Landon Kennedy, uh, number seven's in the backfield. He's very fast, good yep. defensive player. He was really matched up with Collier Pruitt last night, and they both can run and and uh, good players. Mike Melton, uh, number thirty four, the running back there, had a big night as well. He was our interview after the game. What a what a nice uh, young man. Um, but that those two were were overwhelming. The offensive line really. Right. The one thing about Narrows that you worried about early on was were they big enough on the line? Got right. good players, uh, got fighters, uh, good technique. But you know you you need some some size on the line to be able to go against these uh, these running teams. And um, somehow uh, Fort Chiswell kept Collier Pruitt uh, somewhat contained. He had a couple couple TDs, sixty five yard TD runs uh, early. Penalties really hurt Narrows early in the game. They had a couple TDs called back, and then all of a sudden, Fort Chiswell kind of got their swagger. Right. And then Fort Chiswell got the ball and, and figured out how to spread them out and run the ball, and uh, it just got to a point where it was it was tough for uh, for Narrows yeah. to come back. Yeah, you got to have clean games right now. And like you said, a couple penalties can take you out of what you're trying to do. It'll take a point, you know, off the board for you. You, you got to play a clean game here. You, you can't give up some penalties. Absolutely. And I have uh, Coach Quisenberry. I uh, interviewed him after the game. Uh, so give a listen to Coach Quisenberry from Fort Chiswell. Uh, great win. It's tough to beat Narrows any year, but to come here during the playoffs and beat them, you got to be so proud of your team. Unbelievably proud. Just uh, over, overwhelmed with joy for our kids because, you know, I've told them since we've been in there in June, it's it's been an absolute grind. And the play in the Mountain Empire District is no joke. And every single game has been two-score game, it seems like. And we play some very good opponents, and that prepared us. 
yeah. for this. Yeah. So, and we were ready. I thought, um, I knew from the time we warmed up tonight that it was going to be a special night. It was just something different about the way they were moving around, and it just just felt like everything was falling into place. You know, you're very calm on the sidelines. You know, different coaches have different kinds of demeanors, mm -hmm. but you're you're a calming force over there. I, I think that your team, you know, stays calm because you're calm. Yes, uh, that's kind of my message to them. No matter how high or low we get, we need to stay, stay even, stay even. And so it kind of starts with, with the guy they look to all the time. And so that's just kind of, I guess, the way I've learned and, you know, not to be too emotional on the sideline out there and just keep yeah. our kids ahead right and in the game. Leighton Kennedy and, and Mike Melton especially ran really hard tonight. Yes, they did. And they did a great job on defense containing Collier Pruitt down yes. there. Uh, talk about Collier Pruitt. How would you prepare for him? He's a great player. My goodness. <laughs> He's unbelievable. But – you know, our plan was, and not a lot of people brought pressure on him, uh, so our plan was to bring pressure on him and make him uncomfortable back there. And we knew that he was going to get his, but we were going to try to limit getting his. And, you know, we just manned up everybody because we knew he'd be running around, breaking tackles. And so that was that was our game plan with that. Yeah. And it seemed it, it worked out pretty well in our favor. Yeah. Talk about your defense. I mean, uh, the rest of your defense. I mean, uh, your defensive backs really did a good job in space, making tackles. Your your line jammed up the middle. They couldn't really run it the way they wanted to. Right. Um, well, we, we made a lot of changes this week, and I put basically my fastest guys up front so we could bring that pressure. And then had some, some guys mirroring some certain guys, like eight was falling 20 the whole game, seven was falling 11, because those were there. We knew those were his two that he targeted often, so we put our best two out there. And um, Ethan Martin did a phenomenal job. I'm not sure that 20 may have had one catch. So um, that was our goal get pressure, stay locked up, scramble drill, and just let's see what we can do. Yeah. Three takeaways. That was pretty awesome. Great win, Coach. Thank you. I tell you, um, really enjoyed Coach Q, Coach Quisenberry. Uh, again, I you know, he's he's done a great job there and uh, really got the uh, Pioneers fired up. Um, quickly on some other games, Liberty Bilton had nothing for Salem. Salem 35 to nothing in the first quarter, and then I think they pumped the brakes a little bit you yeah. know, it was a roster game. Got everybody some experience out there. Rustburg Allegheny, you know, Allegheny's consolidated. Right. Covington and Allegheny consolidated, and now it's the Allegheny Cougars. Uh, and this was a winner or the end game, and I, I the roster brothers were just mm, too yeah, much, way too much. Uh, and and that's what you run into with uh, with Rustburg. You stop one, and the other one comes right the other way. And you know, I would say Quay is probably an in more of an inside guy and. Marshawn's more of an outside guy, but they both have good speed, and uh, they're just a load. Sure, I mean they're a lot, and you know you got Bert Torrance on the sidelines who does a uh, does a good job. So again, um, I think Rustburg scored twenty unanswered. You know, Allegheny was really is really good, had a really good season. Yeah, well, and I think you know a lot of people would have said they were favored in this game. Yes, and and that's the thing, and when and again. You know, we pick these ball games, and when we start picking these ball games, you start <laughs> looking at where your opponent plays. And when you looked at Rustburg in this Allegheny game, it was kind of sitting there going, "I'm going Rustburg," and people were like, "Why are you taking Rustburg?" And it's like, look where they play, look who they play. 
So you feel like if you're in that seminal, you've got a leg up oh, on the opponent. The seminal love coming. Yeah. So you you feel like you've got that leg up, and you take a look at the number yeah. of teams that are left still playing from the seminal. You know, we've got quite a few teams left here. What four now? Yeah, yeah. but you also Allegheny played. Allegheny beat Glenver. Allegheny's beat some teams. You know. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I agree. You know, uh, a lot of times it's just like. Uh, uh, Fort Chiswell coach just said, Coach Quisenberry, he said, hey, the games that we played, those, those tough losses got us ready for this game. Right. So you're right. They're, you know, you learn from yeah. winning and you learn from losing. What's the uh, steel sharpens steel or what is it? Iron uh, sharpens iron. Iron. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's the seminal. I feel like that when you're playing there, you're you're getting sharper and sharper every week because of the talent level that's there. Let me tell you something. I think you could be right, Randy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, all right, Heritage uh, went down to uh, Turner Ashby. Turner Ashby got him 26-14 last night. Uh, the Knights went up 6 to nothing. Slash, the quarterback from Heritage, came back and made it 7-6. But Turner Ashby, again, a, a good-looking Valley team. Yep. Just had too many answers. Uh, they went up to 12-6. to And the, the young Pioneer team, you know, this is Bradley's, right. probably one of his younger teams, just couldn't make up the ground after they got behind. But um, so Heritage bows out this year. Turner Ashby, they'll... Face Spotswood again. Yeah, they had an overtime game the last game of the year. Okay, so that's that's interesting to see who's going to come out of that. And uh, if LCA wins, they'll be lucky. One of the winner will be probably right. lucky enough to face LCA at home. <laughs> Congratulations, so, yeah. <laughs> your prize. Yeah, you won, and you get LCA if LCA can can continue their season. Speaking of LCA, they they put it on Fluvanna County, uh, the Flying Flucos yeah. of Chuck Baker. Uh, fame there. Uh, that's where uh, Chuck Baker went to high school. Uh, again, LCA up forty nine to nothing at half. They could have probably scored a hundred points. It, it was so strange last night because you know during the game we send scores over to uh, JD and Chuck, and when this one started, because we're doing the Fleming game early, when this one started, it started piling up points and I. <laughs> All I did was hit the button and I said, "Can we say running clock?" Because <laughs> you had to get them out of there. So. It was a good game from LCA last night. Absolutely. And and just, I mean, uh, Gideon Davidson, probably one of the better running backs in the state, you know, he only had a touchdown. He had five carries for 55 yards. Oh, only. Five carries for 55 yards. That's what touches. I'm saying. Five yeah. touches for only five and a touchdown. touches for 55 yeah. yards. Yeah. And then Jeb Moon had two touchdown passes, one to Davidson, one to Nesselrott. Uh, Elijah Castaneda, eight carries, eight carries for 143 yards. Right. Mm. So you know they could have run it up, but uh, but they didn't. Uh, Moon was five for five passing for 66 yards and two TDs. Five passes, two of them for touchdowns. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Abingdon Christiansburg. This one kind of went under some people's radar. Um, Christiansburg got Abingdon just cannot solve uh, Christiansburg. Christiansburg beat them 26 to three. Again, these two teams, good teams, uh, play each other. Seems like every year right. they played in the regular season. They're playing yep. in the playoffs. Um, I nice. felt this was Abington's chance to get them. Oh, you did Be, for the simple fact of you know having the quarterback out for Christiansburg, and I'm like, this is not the same Christiansburg we saw at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So I thought this was Abington's chance of you know pulling this win. Because over the last couple of weeks, Christiansburg hasn't been playing "quote unquote" Christiansburg ball, but boy, they kind of look like the defense kind of controlled everything last night and yeah. took over everything. And mm -hmm. this may be, you know, remember a couple of years ago when Peyton Manning was with Denver, 
and the Denver defense started taking over ball games and yeah. basically said, look, you don't have to score that many points. We've got you. This may be Christiansburg going, look, we understand we're having some issues on offense. We got you. Is that crystal ball stuff? It looks like he's got it out. I, I was wondering Could where be. it was. We Could tried be. to find it when you were gone. <laughs> no, no. We I looked everywhere. I know. So it's you nice know. to see you've got it out. And yes. it appears from my vantage point that it's kind of shiny looking it's right now. It's kind of shiny right now. Rubbing it. But Christiansburg may become more defensive oriented yep. than offensive oriented right now. But let me tell you, once that defense starts clicking, <laughs> I, yeah, I think you got something. <laughs> Botetop beat Bassett uh, 42 to 10. Again, Bassett. You know, they get to the playoffs and they got to go through Botetot to yeah. go on, and they can't beat Botetot, at least they haven't the last few years. Right. Uh, Botetot jumped out to an early 21 to 10 lead. Overbay had a big night, a couple touchdowns. Uh, Kendall Howard looked yep. good, got a sack. Uh, uh, so, you know, Botetot again is kind of limping towards the, yeah, the finish sure. of the season, got a lot of guys nicked up, but um, they did what they needed to against Bassett last night. So, congratulations to the Cavs. We talked about the Pulaski County William Bird game. William. William Bird got him. Walter Bears ran the opening kickoff back. Izzy Hairston. Those guys look so fast. Yeah. When you watch them, they accelerate. You know, some right. some players are fast on a straight line. Some have that that spurt, that twitch okay. quickness. Mm. Both those guys are twitchy. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, they're hard to tackle. You know, you think you've got an angle, and they just they kick it into gear, and you're you're just getting a glancing blow, or you're missing them all together. Yeah, Izzy's runs last night. He uh, like he he would make cuts, and then he would cut back, and he did the same thing you referred to a little earlier about looking, you know, over the shoulder. Yeah. But um, you know, he he's deceptively fast. I didn't realize, but it's not that he's just fast, but he has a real quick quickness that gets him past people, and right. He just, he obviously is in great shape, too, because he ran several long runs, and I was over on the sidelines when he came by, and, you know, I would have been sucking air. He was, he he was just, he was smiling. All you saw was a smile. Bird is all business, though. I mean, yep. they, they uh, certainly uh, have taken their bumps and bruises the last couple of years, and they're all business. Um, and, I mean, they're, you know, and, and watch the Bird line. The Bird line is very impressive. Yeah. And also, you know, you talk about Hairston, but uh, Braden Andrews is a really good running back as well. He mm. So they have a good complement. And a couple other guys, you know, like we talked about Barrows. I mean, they yeah. they have uh, some depth there. And as you say, that line opens up holes for them, and then it's Katie Boy the door. Well, when you have a coach, uh, Coach Lutz played the, the line in college. When you have a coach that's a line guy, yeah. You know, the, the expectation, the, the standard for your line play is pretty high. And, right. And, and Carl, speaking of Coach Lutz, I mean, I know I know they won last night, but, again, being over on the sidelines, um, there was such a camaraderie between he and the assistant coaches. And, I mean, you know, they were, you know, I mean, again, they were winning and they were up, but, I mean, there was still, you know, when, like, there was a plays called and there would be a touchdown – he would make it a point to go up to the offensive coach and, you know, maybe even make a comment about great call. I mean, they hit someone in the third quarter on a touchdown pass. Israel okay. Harrison hit him in full stride. And was I think it was to number seven. Um, That's great. Yeah, great. I think he caught a long pass. and But, I mean, it was just a, you know, it, it was a boom, boom. And, I mean, touchdown. So. Well, you know, his brother and his dad are on the staff. So, I mean, maybe, you right. know, a part of it is a family affair. There you there. go. 
Well, but you feel like this team has been through so much mm-hmm. that it is a family affair. You know, you've watched them over the year. They, you know, they've been through a lot. <coughs> uh, Patrick County at Glenver. Uh, Glenver, uh, too much for Patrick County. Uh, Brady Doyot, uh, you know, doing his thing, uh, running around, throwing it. Uh, Cooper Mullins had a couple scores. They looked good in the air. They looked good on the ground. Defense was stout. A typical uh, Coach Clifford team. Yep. Um, so, anyways, good first uh, week of football, high school football. We'll talk about uh, a few uh, sponsors, a few more sponsors that uh, we want to give some love, give a shout-out to. Uh, Virginia Furniture Market. Yeah. Uh, great group there. Uh, have a, uh, a store in Bedford, one in Christiansburg, several uh, in the, out at Rocky Mount. Uh, we love that place. I love to go in there. So much fun just walking around looking at all the furniture. There's a lot of selection. Uh, if you're a person like me that likes to see it in person, you know, when you're, yeah. when you're shopping. Right out. Uh, there's just, you need to get out there and check that out. Good people. They love our kids. They, they support our young people in the area. And, uh, you know, we need to support them as well. So uh, a lot going online, Coach? Yeah, a lot going on online. And don't forget, this weekend, today is Veterans Day. So a big shout out to all of our veterans. Thank you so much for the service. If you go in to uh, vafurnituremarket.com, take a look around, say, man, I really like to buy, you know, this sofa, this chair. If you spend $7.99 or more, $50 off for veterans. Oh. So automatically $50 savings just for that right there, uh, just for serving our country, just for being a veteran. And again, this is is their way of uh, thanking you. Also, they've got the big Black Friday saving event. You can start taking a look at those deals right now as well at vafurnituremarket.com. You never know. Somebody may want, a, you know, a new recliner. Somebody may want, you know, I'd love to have a new recliner and look at my rat pack watch. Look at my rat pack watch and my new recliner, <laughs> you know. So uh, definitely oh. go to vafurnituremarket.com. Start your shopping there. I don't remember yeah. Coach being this expensive before he I went know. out. His taste has changed you know. after those two weeks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the Dogwood Restaurant, another great sponsor. Love the Dogwood Restaurant in Venton. Uh, like Mom's cooking in the back there. Keith Poff, Jamie, Jessica. Dave has got to be on cloud nine. He's a big William Bird guy. You got I've it. not seen Dave. It's funny. Oh, the, the last couple times I've been in there, I've not seen him, uh, which is interesting because uh, we all know what a William Bird fan he is. But, no, I have not seen him, so I'll have to ask. Uh, when I'm in there Maybe Wednesday. Maybe he's got some eligibility left. Maybe, Maybe he's Could one of the be. players. Yeah. I don't know. One of the players. I yeah. mean, he loves it. Uh, Carmelita in the back does a great job. Just great food, great service, great atmosphere. I mean, you think about the food and the price and everything, and you're like, you know, you want certain things, but don't underestimate atmosphere. Right. I mean, it just you feels like it. you know everybody in there, and yeah. everybody's talking, and I just, it's it's a great experience. And don't forget, when you go in there to the dogwood, if Jimmy's eating, don't approach him. Let him eat. You know, he likes to eat, by, you know, quietly. He doesn't like to be talked to or anything like that. Now, Carl That's and I and Dave, That's we're very approachable. So. Maybe we should get shirts made, don't feed the Jimmy. Exactly. Don't feed the Jimmy. They are just jealous because I get to go in there so often. And I, That's true. I, I do send pictures normally when I get food, and I know that probably makes them even more hungry to see the photos that I send back. He's gloating. So. Well, all I know is, is when I call Jimmy and he's in the dogwood, <laughs> that's all I get. 
I'm eating, Coach. Yeah, I did. Like, I did cut you short on that like, one. Okay. You know, you I, got that perfect time, Coach, right when the potatoes huh? and the butter are melting. You okay. don't want to mess that no, up. No, you don't. Yeah, I don't so. care if it's a medical emergency. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, your gallbladder is right, going, Coach. Jimmy. Let me give you a call back you later. You, it can wait. Yes. It can wait. The food is hot. Uh, Kip Ninager Sports Foundation. Thanks to all everybody involved in this. Uh, Really do a great job there. They keep handing out scholarships. They're over 100 scholarships, nice. over $100,000 to date that they've given out. Uh, Chris Neininger and Gangi, his mom, uh, love her. Uh, they just do a great job. That whole crew does a really good job. And this is to honor uh, Kip Neininger, a uh, fine young man who we lost a few years back. Yeah. Really, a, uh, He'd probably be wrestling in college. Now, I don't know if he'd be graduated by now or not, but he... He was quite a wrestler and really, sure. you talk about a kid who's a kid favorite. Yeah. They all looked up to him. They all loved him and, and uh, we miss him, but uh, they've really done a nice job honoring him. And you saw a couple of weeks ago, Noah said he's going to Virginia That's Tech right. for his we, call. We announced it. So yeah. We announced it on the show and yeah, good, good call out there. All right. So we are going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll get to the Jimmy thing and the grade eight debate. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 20th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley Preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are still low. However, we do have Camrys, 4Runners, Highlanders, and trucks available for immediate delivery. Or you can order yours today with no dealer markup over MSRP. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And remember, Haley has it for less. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris. Here to help with all your insurance needs. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. At NCAA Championships, noise is made here. Memories are made here. Champions win here. The only thing missing here is you. Stagpole 50 is coming to Salem, Virginia this December. For more information, visit NCAA.com slash tickets. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. 
They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasinos, Belleville, and Roanoke. Are you ready to make a bunch of money without going to college? Check out how Southern Air Apprenticeships can jumpstart your career. HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians charge hundreds of dollars per hour. Southern Air will teach you how to make your time this valuable, and we're hiring now. If you're looking for a job after high school and don't want to rack up student loan debt or spend your parents' retirement on college, check out Southern Air Certified Trade Apprenticeships. Start your career debt-free and ahead of your peers with Southern Air today. Your HVAC fix since 1946. Apply today at Southern Air Online. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. That's you, Dave. Yep. <laughs> I made sure your name was there because I'm all about us all getting recognized, not just a couple. Maybe it was another Dave. <laughs> no, you're in there, man. Another Dave spot. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Let's get right to the Jimmy thing this week. Uh, so good to have Coach back. So yeah, exactly. Need song. That song. All the cats need to get That's roused right. up again. Hit it, Coach. It's time Jimmy, Jimmy. for the Jimmy Yep, Woo! and there we go. Look I always that. wondered. There, I can tell a little difference without the gallbladder. It, it's I really a can. Bit, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's softer. A little, it's a little softer. It's a little softer. And it's a little higher. Well, I've been, you know. <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> you know, they snuck up on me. Yeah, uh, so, Coach, I appreciate. We, we, we do need to get that so we can always be able to listen to it. But, but we hope you're always here. So, yes. But last night I had the opportunity to uh, be at – the uh, William Byrd and Pulaski County game. And I've, you know, I've had football players. I've had some volleyball players. And so it's it's only fitting that I would try to get a cheerleader. So I was uh, glad to get to uh, speak to this young lady. So we'll get to hear um, a William Byrd cheerleader. So here she comes. All right, I'm here tonight at the William Byrd Terriers game. And I'm here with a cheerleader. And her name is? Oledo and Yawu. Okay, Oledo, I'm going to ask you four questions, and they're little fun questions just so that our listeners can get to know a little bit more about you. First question is, are you a chocolate or vanilla girl? Which ice cream do you like better? Vanilla ice cream. Vanilla? Secondly, it's a little tougher. It's, uh, what's your favorite vegetable that you eat? Mm, spinach. Spinach? You're, you're our first spinach. Oh, really? Yes, you are. And the third question is, is when you go into Bellasino's, are you more of a pizza girl or a grinder girl? I'm a grinder girl. A grinder girl. <laughs> and then the last question, this lets our listeners get to know a little bit more about you. What's something interesting about you that people may not know? I can lick my nose and my tongue. Wow. And so, since this is not a video, we won't show it, but I believe you. <laughs> so here you have it, and I'm uh, Jimmy Whitaker here, and that's the Jimmy thing. <laughs> Hey, so, uh, you know, I always get back. And I, I, I made the mistake of not getting uh, uh, the one young lady to sing the alphabet backwards yeah. and all these things. So yep. I, I do want you to know, although it wasn't videoed, it's just a it's just a voice. I did. She did show me that she can touch her nose with her tongue. That's so crazy. that was 
Very surprising, but I was also surprised that there was another cheerleader that she said she could do the same thing. So it was just great to uh, give these young ladies a chance. You know, they stand there uh, during the games and they cheer and they're it's cold and they're but they really keep the crowd going. So we were very thankful uh, to get to have uh, a William Bird cheerleader do that for us. And uh, I would say thanks real quick to Bellasinos for sponsoring the Jimmy thing. And I would tell you to go visit uh, Bellasinos either in Roanoke or Delville and uh, that's my Jimmy thing. How many cameras do you have with you when you're at these ball games? I, I normally have two. You have two cameras. I do. And you could not have and taken a, a picture well, but again, of the I, two I, young ladies, I, not one. Well, and then... I did take pictures of both ladies, okay. and they, they will be on my site. However, they were just nice posed pictures. I did not okay. do any kind of tongue-to-nose picture. Well, I'm just saying, if yes. they say they can do something, and I saw it, okay, so I am okay. here to confirm. But we would like to see, yeah. <laughs> the same way with the young lady in the alphabet. We yeah, trust we you, Jimmy. We trust you, but I know. you know, see, it's I, I, I even went further this time, and she did show me, so I could confirm it. But it's still not enough for you guys. You know what I liked about this one that, uh, and, and I always there's something about these I really like. I like the way you're doing them, Jimmy. Uh, her giggle is very yeah. infectious. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. listen to her enjoying the interview and talking about stuff she can do and yep. what she likes. I mean, it's I love that. Yeah, but if you run into one that <laughs> says they can lift a car, yeah. please get that I'll, photo. I'll try to get <laughs> some video of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I'll try to do better, Coach. I'm still working on <laughs> okay. it. If there's a cheerleader out there that can lift a car, would you please let us know? <laughs> yes, we'd, we'd like to get a photo of we'd that. We'd like to get you a know. photo of that. We'd like to certainly uh, get the Jimmy thing out there. There you go. All right, grade eight debate. Um, again, we're at the end of the season, so a lot of times, you know, these would just, everybody keeps winning, kind of moves to the top. But I will tell you, um, for me, I did move Botetot up from last, okay. last week. So, well, give my, me your, grade, give my me your grade eight debate from last week. Yeah, there it is. LCA, well, let's see. Botetot was eight. Narrows was seven. Patrick Henry was six. William Bird was five. Jefferson Force, four, Salem, three, Radford, two, and LCA was number one. That was last week. This week, number eight, moving down, they're out of the playoffs now, was Narrows. Patrick Henry moves down for me with two losses. They're down to number seven. Moving up a couple spots, they're still in it. They're still fighting. The the fighting Jamie Harlesses of Lord Botetot at nine and two. And then my top five are really the same um, because they all won. They all were impressive. William Byrd, 10 and 1 at number five. Number four was Jefferson Force at 10 and 1. Three, Salem at 10 and 1. Number two, Radford at 11 and 0. And then number one, LCA at 10 and 0. So any debate, guys? Anybody you were trying to get in you there that to, you. You want oh, me to yeah, start? Coach, oh, yeah, yeah coach. You, you know, we've been narrows waiting for out of there. Who? Narrows. PH okay. out of there. Okay. I think you've got to, you've got to put William Fleming into this mix. Oh, okay. You've got to put North Cross into this Spoken mix. Spoken like a true colonel. Yes. No, let me tell you, Fleming's number one right now. They knock <laughs> off LCA. Uh, no, you you got to put Fleming into the mix. With what they did last night, beating a 9-1 Patrick Henry, that, that definitely earns them in here. Uh, North Cross, still playing. Still, still going. Playing. Still playing State this afternoon. Today. Yeah, state semis. I, you got to put North Cross into this mix. So I, I like Glenver. 
Where is Glenver? Glenver, uh, Christiansburg, Rustburg. Christiansburg, Rustburg. Yeah, know, there, there are a lot of teams left in the playoffs. Yeah. We only have eight spots, Coach. Well, I'm putting them in this little circle of eight A, eight B, eight C. If they're if they're still playing, they're in the top eight. Wow, that's so wrong. No, but I appreciate those are good callouts. Anybody else have any changes, Jimmy? You have any? Well, I I too would drop Narrows out. And I do think North Cross should be in there, but you're you're right on spot for your first five. I will say that. Okay, Dave. North uh, Cross and Glenver both are are tough to keep out of there. I'll tell you that. Oh, got a Glenver. Okay, yeah. I mean, they they really are. But again, you you are able to handle things like this very well, and I give you a lot of credit for that. I can the camera see him smiling while he's saying that at me? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Very nice. Very nice. Very thoughtful. Uh, diplomatic. Um, all right. So um, out of our uh, top tens uh, from the final season poll from week 11, we've already lost, really for the crunch teams, we've lost three. Yeah. We've lost Narrows at number five in 1A. We've lost, um, actually, we just lost two. We lost Narrows at number five, and we lost Patrick Henry at number four. Okay. In 5A. Everybody else at least in the top 10, 11, 12, is still out there fighting. You know, Alta Vista, George With, Galax still in it. Lost Glenver, Heritage. Glenver, Radford. Heritage wasn't in the top I got you. 12. Okay. Uh, LCA, Bird, uh, Botetot, Rustburg, and Christiansburg all still in it in the top um, 12 or so. Uh, Jefferson Forest, Salem, EC Glass still, still alive. Right. We don't have anybody in 6A, and Patrick Henry was the only one that was in the top. 10 right for 5a so that's where we stand all right i want to go over next week's matchups real quick okay mm. when you guys hear a matchup that uh that rings a bell and you want to say something please tell me there's a lot of games here so 1a we've got essex number one essex at number four lancaster we've got number two northumberland at number uh three i believe west point we've got number one sussex central at Number four, William Campbell. Okay. How about uh, the generals there? Yeah. Number two, Brunswick. And number three, Alta Vista. Alta Vista's looked really good. They have. They yeah. have really had a good Still season. Still going. Number one, Grayson County at number five, Galax. Galax knocked out Bath County. You got it. So, you know, uh, that's a good rematch there. That was a good game the first time around. Number seven, Fort Chiswell. At number three, George With. Okay. They're familiar with each yeah. other. Yeah. That was a good game the first time around. Number one, Honeaker at number four, Patrick County. We got number two, Rykov, and they'll play the winner of the game today, Twin Springs at Chilhowie. Nice. That's 1A. 2A, we've got Pocosin at number four. Number one, Pocosin at number four, King William. We got number seven, Southampton at number three, Amelia County. Uh, in another bracket, we have uh, number one, Central Woodstock at number four, Stroudsburg. Number two, Riverheads at number six, Clark County. I'm telling you, Riverheads, Central Woodstock, if yeah. they both win, wow. Dogfight. That's going to be like a mini state championship. Okay. I think. Nice. Um, that's going to be a good one. Uh, number one, Radford at number four, Appomattox. Appomattox has been the team that Radford struggled to get beyond. Okay. So And and Appomattox has improved. They had a rough early start, but they're much better now. Yeah. So Radford's going to have their hands full with number four, Appomattox. Number two, Gretna at number three, Glenver. Look at that. That's a good game. That'll be at Gretna at, at uh, the Hawks' home. Number one, Union at number six, Virginia High. The winner there will play the winner of number four, Taswell, at number five, Ridgeview. 
So that's that's a game. Those games are happening today. Number two, Graham at Gate City. Okay. Like that one too. That's two A. Three A. We've got wow. It's it's uh, it's really getting hot here. Uh, number one, Hopewell at number five, Heritage Newport News. Number two, Lafayette at number three, Lake Taylor. Lafayette's one of those teams that always doesn't get a lot of love, and they're always there at the end. A lot yeah. of times they'll win the state. Okay. And I, I don't know if it's just a matter of their, their schedule stuff or they just they just peak at the right time. Right. But they're still in it. They got a, you know, Lake Taylor's got a storied uh, tradition there. Uh, number two, Je- Thomas Jefferson, or actually number one, Thomas Jefferson Richmond at number four, uh, Armstrong Kennedy. Number uh, two, Brentsville District at number three, Kettle Run. Uh, LCA, uh, Liberty Christian, number one at number five, Rustburg. That's a rematch. That's a rematch, yeah. I tell you, when you have to play teams twice, you know, you, you're not going to sneak up on them. You got it. They know the personnel. Uh, you might change a few things, but you're going to, you're, you know, the, you're not going to surprise people. Uh, number two, Turner Ashby at number three, Spotswood. Okay. Good game there. Number one, Magna Vista at number four, Christiansburg. Like Ooh, that yeah. one. That's going to yeah. be a good game. Magna Vista, man, having seen them scrimmage against PH, Magna Vista right. is going to be, I'm, I'm, I don't have the crystal ball. I can sort of see a little bit of from here, but it, they're going to be, they're going to be a team to, it's going to be hard to handle. They're a good team. They got, they, they got size on the line. They've got good athletes. They can score. Um, so, and Favaro does a good job there, Coach Favaro. Uh, number two, William Bird at number three, Lord Botetite. See, we watched this one earlier <laughs> in the year, and, right. and Bird took it to him. But now, now this will be played at at Bird. At Bird, yeah. Wow. So this may be one of those ball games where Bird just says, "Hey, it's time to uh, show you guys what we are all about." Mm, yeah. So well, yeah. they were pretty confident the first time they, they met, were, and yeah. uh, they're playing pretty confident right now. So, uh, but again, th- those are neighboring schools. You got it. The kids live right up against each other. Yep. Uh, so that makes that one fun. All right, 4A, Phoebus at number four, the winner of Hampton and Smithfield. Um, So Phoebus at the winner of Hampton, uh, Smithfield, that'll be an interesting one. Number two, Warhill at number three, Churchland. Number one, King George at number four, Dinwiddie. That'll be a really good game. You got it. King George is good. Uh, Number two, Verina at number three, Huguenot. Okay. Okay, Tuscarora. Oh. Tuscarora. Uh, We'll take on Loudoun County. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Champ, number two, will take on number three, Loudon Valley. Uh, our Salem Spartans, number one, Salem Spartans, will take on five, Hanley, John Hanley. Okay. Number two, Jefferson Forrest is going to another a rematch with EC Glass. Mm-hmm. So two and three, that that's going to be a good one again. Yeah. So that's 4A. All right. So 5A, we've got Green Run, number one, Green Run at number five, Salem, Virginia Beach. Number seven, Kempsville at number three, Indian River. Number one, Mari. Keep your eyes on Mari. They've been great all year. Playing number four, Nanselman River. Number two, Kings Fork at number three, Warwick. Number eight, William Fleming. Who wants some? Who wants some? <laughs> Colonels, baby. Come on. Uh, at number five, uh, Douglas Freeman. Mm. Uh, number seven, Mills Godwin at uh, number three, Matoka. Number one, Stonebridge at number five, Massaponics. And number two, Briarwoods at number three, Riverbend. So 5A there. Um, and then 6A, we don't have any local teams around here in 6A, but again, good schools. You've heard them, heard of them all before. Number one, James Madison at number five, Herndon. Number seven, Yorktown. I like the name of that. At number six, <laughs> Westfield. a funny ring to it, though. I don't know what it is. 
Number one, Freedom at number four, Colonial Forge. Number two, Mountain View at number three, Battlefield. Number one, Highland Springs at number five, Oscar Smith. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one yep. right there. Um, a lot of tradition there between those two. Number two, Thomas Dale at number three, Manchester. Number one, South County at number five, Fairfax. And number two, Lake Braddock at number three, West Springfield. That's the games for the second round of the playoffs okay. next week. We're still very well represented. We are. From this yeah. side of the state. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you know, we have we have Fleming in it. We have Forest. We have Salem. We have Glass. We have LCA. We have Rustburg, Christiansburg, Botetot, Bird, uh, Radford, Glenver. Mm. Um, we've got Fort Chiswell, George Wythe, Galax, yeah. uh, William Campbell, Alta Vista. Look at that. So we've got, we've got, and we've got guys that can really, that can really uh, move, yeah. that can really uh, make some noise. And, you know, when you read off a lot of these teams, like you mentioned Lafayette, Heritage High School, Newport News, these are teams that I remember being in for many years because I remember doing some playoff games where you'd go, uh, these teams would go against right. the team from around here. So, I mean, there's, they're, they're well-suited and, uh, you know, get down to this level. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. You know, it's interesting. I will say that, uh, you know, over time, too, things do shift. Like over at the beach, I mean, I can remember when Hampton just ruled the beach. Oh, yeah. And now Phoebus kind of rules the beach. Right. They're not too far from each other, but Phoebus kind of, yep. you know. So that'll be an interesting matchup if they keep winning. Um, All right, so great show today. Any other comments on those games? Well, you know, remember back in the day, that was the recruiting battle was the 757. That's right. And that's where, you know, your state champions were coming from to where you were seeing all this talent. And Virginia Tech made, you know, they made a a career out of it for Beamer because Beamer tapped into that 757 and these guys come through there. And, but, you know, I'm glad to see that on this side of the state that we are extremely well represented going into these, you know, games. We are. You know, they used to just think, oh, we get to the west side and, and right. we, we, we're going to take the trophy home. They don't say that anymore. They don't say that anymore. I mean, they they know that there's a different – and when we run into coaches from across the state, they're like, oh, we love your fan base. Yeah. We love the type of football you play. Right. We love – you know, they love the crunch. They love the exposure that, that we give. Sure. Uh, the kids in the schools here, they don't always get that in these big areas. Right. All right, so our question real quick was, yes. at the beginning of the show was, when is too much too much? Right. Um, Coach, where did you land on that? I mean, 104 to nothing, Phoebus over uh, their opponent was just... You I, know, I hate to see anybody get blown out like that, but I think under some of these circumstances and the teams you're playing, I don't know if you can stop it Right. sometimes. You know, some sometimes it's just a clear picture of this team is better than this team, and trying to you know look when you got an ocean of water pouring into a cup, you know, trying to stop it, it it's hard to stop. It just you just can't do it sometimes. I'm not drinking that. You just made me thirsty, Coach. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What I'm here for? Salt in that ocean. Yeah, water. I like salt water. Jimmy, anything on your end as far as uh, well, I can just tell me? you that. Uh, 
I've been out of high school for over 40 years, and I will never forget Chilhowee Warriors beating the Holston High Cavaliers 91 to nothing. So, I mean, I'll never forget that. Now, I was not playing football, but I'll never forget it. And unfortunately, this team that Phoebus just beat 104 to nothing, 40 years later, someone will still remember that the Phantoms crushed them like that. So, I mean, I hate to see it. But on the other hand, I don't know how you tell a team to, you know, stop. Right. Right. Well, okay. and, and like Jimmy said, trust me, down the road, it will come back to where they're going to be better than what they were. And they're going to sit there and go, guess who we play tomorrow night? There you go. We play Phoebus. And there we're going gonna to put it on. There you go. Hey, great show today. Really thanks a lot to uh, former William Bird head coach uh, Jeff Eiffel for the interview. And thanks to um, uh, our our. Our coach at William Fleming, Nick Lefwich, really appreciate him coming on. Um, great show today. Uh, don't forget to check out our, our game online at crunchhssports.com. Um, it's a good one, Pulaski County at William Bird, first round of the playoffs. Uh, we humbly appreciate your time today listening to us. For Coach Randy, Dave Ross, Jimmy Whitaker, I'm Carl York. Keep crunching. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's, it's all, all for, for him. him. WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.